Hello, welcome to the Honest Wargamer, the training ground for all future uh, T-Sports commentators. I'm joined today by Mr. Adam Mumford. Hey, Adam, how are you? I'm tired. I've basically just woken up, so Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not particularly lively yet, but it's fine. I've got this. Well, maybe today's show... Sneak energy drink. If they would like to sponsor me, that would be great. (laughs) Yes, please, please do get in touch. Uh, If RVCA would like to sponsor me, please do get in touch. Uh, Also, if wants to give me free merch... Yeah, that'd be good. We should get them to play at the venue one time. Oh, ah, yeah, ceremony that. for the for Ooh. the for the super series Beartooth. Let's do this. <laughs> that would be amazing. I actually think that. I could probably make that happen. Um, <laughs> right, like, please, pretty please. Although uh, right, hello everyone. The alcohol, hello everyone. Welcome to the show. Today we're going to be looking at the top eight lists that are going to be playing tomorrow when we're going to be doing live coverage all day on TTS of the Battle of the Digital Realms Top 8. So, there was an event, which we meant to do coverage of, but we messed it up, but that's fine. Tomorrow, we'll be taking you through uh, the pairing process of the Top 8, which is going to be very, very, very fun. Um, And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I'm going to do a quick catch-up with Adam, though, um, before we do. Adam, how you been? What's been going on? Yeah, I've been good. Uh, I I played a game of Garden Hammer the other day. Um, so I played my mate's uh, Flesh Eater Quartz. He was running the Feast Day stuff. And I took the Cockatrices. Oh, really? And I had a great time. Uh, and it went, I think we were playing Battle for the Pass. And I got it to, I, I lost. But, you know, that's fine. But I got the score to 27-29. So with Ooh. Cockatrices, I was like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, and I've been building Kangaroos. So Very nice. We're going yep. in for the uh, wind charges, and I've just uh, sprayed me my Severus. Severus. So, Severus. Uh, the, the most boy. overhyped character in all of Age of Sigmar. I don't Shit know. Who... Face. He's amazing. <laughs> he's overpowered, and he's definitely not fine at three hundred points. He is ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> I mean, at three hundred points, I guess you could put him in your list. I guess. He's I don't know. overpowered. Okay, I don't oh, agree. <laughs> I don't agree. But when fuck. he destroys your terrain on a two plus, <laughs> oh no! Yeah. What will I ever do? What will I, think I ever the only do? Thing that's I... actually in danger of it is the OBR Nexus, but that's not the point. Okay. Hey, couple of couple of quick thoughts actually before we get into uh, anything else. A nice paint job that you've you've so you've you built it and based it so you've got most of the way where everyone gets. This and from now on, huh? Yes, finished. <laughs> it finished. Yeah, yeah, see? Okay, it's good. It's zenithal, and it's finished. That's all Boom. you need to get done, I would say. Uh, oh, thank, uh, thanks to uh, <laughs> Relocation Rob for donating £2.31 to the show. It's very much appreciated. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, i got a couple of thoughts, actually, before we get on with looking at the list that came up today, talking about tournaments that are coming up. One of the ones, Terrain, I know your, your good friend Matt Mallow, Sylvaneth player, uh, that we talk about a lot. Got any quick thoughts about... This came up yesterday. What about all faction terrain mm. just replacing a piece of terrain? So, uh, like, Age of Sigmar maps with predetermined terrain and then uh, faction terrain just replacing it. You got any kind of no. vibes on that? No, you're not feeling no, that? No, because if I... So, if I was um, doing one of my tournaments yeah. and I chucked out, if I'd... So, like, your event, for example, you've yeah. planned all the tables, right? Yeah. So, and you've got specific tables that have specific line of sight blocking terrain. Mm-hmm. If I was playing a shooting army... And I just went, I'm going to take this massive piece of line of sight block and terrain and place it with my tiny little terrain piece down. 
like well, I mean, I, but then I think I, I think one of the things that would be really good in the future, Shrine of Luminor. More specifically, I was thinking of a a, a quick a quick upgrade uh, for Sylvaneth. So when they did a Wildwood, they just replaced a piece of terrain on the board. That's how they got their their Wildwood. Yeah, I, I think you you upgrade Sylvaneth by just saying they can touch buildings, and then they got loads of room. Oh right, yeah, okay. Right, they've got base. plenty of room there, don't they? Because yeah, if you've good. only got eight or nine pieces of terrain actually on the board, they the bits of terrain can't go on the objectives within like X amount of inches anyway. And if you position them properly as a TO, then you can create spaces for the Sylvaneth. Agreed. Agreed. So, just, just a quick one. Uh, just, I thought I'd let everyone in, in on my inner thoughts as we go in. Follow up. This is a hundred percent going into all of my event packs going forward. And Adam, I want to know what you're thinking based on my Twitter post yesterday and kind of my rant yesterday. And I think this is a, a forward. This is always at a tournament. You've obviously got best sports. You've obviously got best painted. I want best medium painted. Like, so you want a prize for someone who's just average? Yeah, average you painted. Want a participation award? No, no, I don't want that at all. <laughs> no, I don't want that at all because best painted is very different to. So like, back when, uh, so like, uh, there was a couple of, there was like a year of tournaments where I went to a lot of tournaments as a player, and I saw the same couple of people bring their same army to every single tournament. They were like, "Oh my god, another best painted award! Oh, thank you so much! Like, I'm so happy to be here! Oh my god!" Yeah. <laughs> like, right yeah. and uh i personally think that there should just be like a well done you medium painted your like probably like 43 people tied for it but you just be like well done you medium painted Smashed your stuff it. here's a, yeah because i'm never painting at the best painted level i'm only painting at the i turned up level so i want an award for that the or at least award. yeah the three color award yeah <laughs> the partici painting award thank you marty eight hoy you obviously uh, you've won now. Well done. The Partici Painting Award. Uh, please, someone write that down for me. Uh, I'm going to write it down for myself because that's 100% going that's, in. Yeah, that's genius. I still in think, like, yeah, that would be cool. Who can use the most contrast paints? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And it's not meant to be like, did you do a ghost army? Because no one gives a fuck about ghost armies. But I think it's really, really important that, that someone just goes, like, some random dude, he's just like, He's like three coloured his ogre is uh, more tribes guys and he's like oh for me an award like I think like everyone's saying how difficult Lumineth are to paint right and I'm looking at it and going I can just slap some colours on there and I'm gonna be done so everyone else is gonna be like fucking gold trim bloody shit fucking stu-. and I'm just gonna be like <laughs> just going for it I I'm gonna have a great time because look uh, at that uh, all of that. But- Contrast. <laughs> all of this. <laughs> thanks, to, thanks to Worthy for subscribing using Amazon Prime. Thanks to everyone who uses their Amazon Prime subscription to subscribe, or everyone who has. Uh, Henry Seal fucking millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Henry, you can win all the painted awards. I just want to give an award out to someone who's like, do you know what? I'm never going to get any skills doing this. No, like I'm when I plan an army, Adam, how long do you plan before? You've just bought the Lumineth stuff. How long before you yeah. plan on having it finished? Like... Um, before I have it finished, I need to buy it first. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm planning to do it in about a week, maybe two, and just go smash it out. Um, there you go. But it's you're never, I, you're I'm never thinking... gonna hold on, hold on. Let me put this in context. Cool. You're never gonna win a painting award, not one time. How do you feel? Um, uh, it's literally ruined my life. <laughs> I... It's a bit oh, because 
because Henry's in the chat, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was watching because I'm stealing that guy from Cult of Paints uh, color scheme, and I'm going to do it badly. So I was watching their vid tutorial on how to do it, and I was like, "How can I do this badly?" Was essentially <laughs> like my thing, and I was like, "Airbrush like that, and airbrush like that," and I was like, "Fucking easy." And then I watched his next video and went, "Oh, maybe not." Yeah. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> Aye. Oh wow! Uh, I don't know. To be honest, painting is not a talent. It's work. You work it, it gets you good at painting. I think there's a talent to it as well. I think there's loads of people who work at it, and then I think there's also like a spark of inspiration. Um, uh, but like to be honest, Harido Martin. But like that's kind of a feel. Anyway, I just wanted to point in. It's not an attack against people who are really good painters in any way, shape, or form. It is. It's more. No, it's more no, just kind of attacking you. It's more emotionally bringing up the the other group. Yeah, that's what it is. So, uh, bring back dip. <laughs> agreed. Fucking agreed. Shake and bake it. Get it on the table. That's what I say. Yeah. Someone said yesterday, it was a great tweet. They were like, they were like, I'd rather have it on the table smashing faces than I would have, a, have it on the bench uh, doing hedge, edge highlights. And I was like, yeah, also hedge highlights. Right. Let's look at this pack, shall we? Um, uh, and let's look at this event. So, here we go. So, this is, there was a... Grand Hammer, well, uh, sorry, there was an, um, a Battle in the Digital Realms event. Battle yeah. in the Digital Realms event. And then the, the top eight competitors have gone through into a knockout tournament, which we'll be covering tomorrow. Starting at 8 a.m. For Christ's sake. Uh, oh, Wait, thank, you to, uh, thank you to Best you Painted Cock Award. 8 a.m. Yeah. yeah, I'm out. I'm I'm doing this, sorry, me too. Me too. Like, but if they <laughs> push it forward an hour, I'm in. But <laughs> can we just start you. the first game late? Just yeah, yeah like, of course we can. We're now in turn one. Oh wait, it's been an hour, and we're yeah, we've only, we've not missed anything. Well, if we got the right players, it wouldn't have even started by then. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not a criticism of any of the actual players playing. More kind of a general uh, like nod towards all of the community. Um, can I thank yeah, a best painted cock award for donating one pound sixty nine to the show? Um, what about the Faye Bentos Award for knocking the most models off with your gut? I'd be up for that one. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, okay. Uh, there's definitely convo about the same armies winning, says Henry Steele. Yeah, no, I think there definitely is. Like, but I think it that's should always because... be mine, and I don't yeah. know why. Like, <laughs> contrast but to the win. But there is tracking for that, anyway. Right, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna quickly look at the pairing system. So as you can see, 8 a.m. tomorrow. Um, and you've got Morton with his Corn versus Forgive with his Deepkin, Wurzel with his Big War versus uh, Iron Gutsman with his Ogres, Stephen Follows with his Zinch versus Owen Jackson's Osiarchs, and Alex Tull with his Daughters of Cain versus Casper's Zinch. That's what we got matched up. So those are the games tomorrow. And they're playing Scorched Earth, my favorite battle plan, uh, which is good. So that's going to be eight objectives. Um, and yeah, great mission. Uh, I'm sure they'll have, um, uh, the they TOs have. will have, yeah, okay. The yeah, they, have... they've changed it to the two points. Um, yeah. And there was also a lot of discussion but there's no about comp in, But there's no comp in Sigmar, though, Adam. No comp in Sigmar. That isn't comp. That's just it's how the comp. mission should be written. So it's not comp. <laughs> uh, you know, that's just us going, GW, get shit right. Yeah, so how do you feel about the battle plan? Just I know everyone at home knows how the battle plan works, or should do. There are eight battle plans. Uh, sorry, there are eight objectives, sorry. One battle plan, eight objectives. They're spread across the board. Uh, from the beginning of battle round two, you can burn your opponent's objectives uh, and they score you uh, flat two victory points. You can't burn them if there's a hero within six. So this is really important. And if you burn them with one of your heroes within six, you gain an additional victory point. So there's a lot, yeah, 
So uh, some of the things that work really well into this, when we do talk about it in a minute, will obviously be the Archeon-style lists, because obviously they can defend objectives well, but they can also smash objectives well. But it's generally my favourite battle plan, because almost every army list works until you put it into Scorched Earth, and then yeah. you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, how do I control the board? What do you think of the battle plan, Adam? Yeah, it's, it's one of my favourite battle plans. Um, it, it's kind of like, because... Because you're burning your opponent's stuff, like you can go for that early, like I'm just going to alpha you and try and burn everything turn one, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win it. So even if you like go straight all in, burn everything, like you're still four objectives because you can't do anything about yours. So then your opponent's still got a chance to like get back. And it, it's always a game that will generally go to like turn five yeah. because of that back and forth of, right, do I burn this? When do I burn this? And there's so much going on. And as a Deepkin player, I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, same, so. same. I think it's uh, uh, a Deepkin love great... this mission. This is probably their favourite mission. So yeah, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> uh, we all hate Deepkin. Uh, right, Whoa! talking of Deepkin, that's a nice segue into the list. So the first matchup is we've got Forgive with his Ineth Deepkin versus Morton Winkle, the man with the sword inside the sword. Yeah, uh, Owen's favourite player ever. Uh, up against each other. Uh, so that's kind of um, you guys can see the lists now. So you got Futh one. Uh, rerolling ones to hit in combat, rerolling, sorry, rerolling ones to wound in combat, rerolling ones to hit. Uh, that's what we're looking here. Volturnus, Hiking of the Deep, uh, and the Eidolon of Mathalan, the aspect of the storm in there as well with the Cloud of Midnight. So for one yeah. phase, going to turn off um, uh, his opponents, like either shooting or fighting or whatever it might be. Three, two units of three defensive guard and ten Namati thralls. Then he's got six Alapexes, uh, all with the harpoons. And then the Leviathan with that reverberating carpe. So uh, that's that plus one save extended from 12 inches to 15 inches uh, yeah. pushed out as a piece. Um, so that's kind of the list. And then we'll talk about Morton's list. And then we'll kind of like have a conversation about both of them. So he's got a Slaughterhouse. He's got Reapers of Vengeance, obviously, with Archeon. The Bloodthirster of Infected Fury. The Bloodstoker and the Slaughter Priest. And he's got those those minimum uh, units of Blood Reavers. The two Chaos War Shrines and Dark Feast. He's also got the Hex Gorgeous Skulls and the Bleeding Icon. So that extra that extra piling, six inches, uh, also the fight twice, uh, going on to Archeon, just making him smash through the enemies, but not many bodies on the board. How do you feel about the, the mix-up between these two these two armies? Um, it's, it's kind of... It's got an interesting one, because it's Scorched Earth. Neither of these guys have particularly... Uh, they don't have very many models either, like on each side. Um, so they're almost against like any other army. They'd almost struggle. Like if they were playing any other thing in this tournament, they'd probably struggle because they're going into each other. It's almost like because they both don't have very many bodies, it's going to be quite an even match. Mm. Um, but I know, obviously, uh, we know that in turn three, Deepkin have the capabilities to destroy the world. Um, so Archeon is going to be in real trouble if he doesn't do a lot of damage in those first two turns. Well, I think one of the things about Archeon, which is really important, and some of the, we've seen some more situations, like we've seen Goading Arrogance out of Lumineth Realm Lords as well. I think um, that, that Cloud of Midnight become, could become very key in order yeah. to shut down Archeon. But then, so that means that like they can't target someone in that phase. But it really does depend whether or not Archeon goes for that, because he's got the, mo the movement, thanks to Blood Tithe, um, and being whipped and everything else. So he's got that movement. Uh, well, actually, no, I don't know if he's got the Whipper. He's got the Whipper? We well, can is. also... Oh, um, so, uh, with the Blood Tithe, you can also fight... Can you fight in the hero phase of that as well? If you yes. Spend... So if 
for example, uh, Archeon charges into the um, oh, the Eidolon, uh, and he does use the um, thing, the Cloud of Midnight. If he gets a turn or something, he can then use his Blood Typer in the Hero Face to fight him, and then the Cloud of Midnight's gone anyway. So yeah. there's sort of like it. The Cloud of Midnight's going to be potentially less effective just because of how because of the Blood Type. So if he uses the Blood Type effectively, it could like be really tricky. Um, but I'm not sure about like the, the Leviathan picks a bit of a weird one for this list. Like you, you lose quite a lot for what it's giving you. Well, so I think, I think one of the, one of the things here that's quite key is that all those Alapexes go to a three up save. It's a good start. Yeah, 16 wounds because they're in blocks of two. They're eight wounds each, straight to a three up save. That's pretty pretty good uh, straight off the bat uh, for 220 points. Uh, and then um, uh, also it works so well on the Ishling guard. And I think someone in the chat was just saying a moment ago uh, that um, uh, the Eastern Guard tubs are such a hard counter to Archeon. So they obviously can be on a two-up uh, armor save turn one. Wait, they start on a three-up? No. They, three yeah, they start they... on a four-up, and then yeah. they get plus one from cover turn one, and they get plus one from Leviathan, so they're on a two-up turn one. Um, and they also get plus one if they charge. If they charge, yeah. If they charge. So being able to lock down Archeon and put themselves on a two-up unrendable armor save. Uh, is pretty key because Archeon doesn't really pump out mortal wounds. That's not yeah. what he is. He's just got great rend and he's going to punch through stuff. So that's going to be another great way to hold up Archeon. And then the Alapexes can like either, I mean, they've got the Razor Shell Harpoon so they could shoot out all the Blood Reavers, which I think is uh, like really lowers that down. But then you're generating Blood Tithe, giving that to Archeon and the Bloodthirster to use. Um, and also, ultimately, he doesn't like uh, uh, Morton, who's obviously brilliant. Um, he's got the War Shrines at the back of the board as well. So he's got summoning, uh, but he's light on bodies, um, uh, like to control the board, which I think yeah. is kind of key. But then also, so is uh, our man. Yeah, because uh, forgive with his list, he's he's light on bodies and he's a castle. So because yeah. of the Leviathan, he's gonna have to be moving in a castle. But there's eight objectives, yeah. so essentially he's got to try and stay in his castle whilst trying to spread his army around. So yeah. it's a bit of a it's a tricky one for him, I think. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. Archeon's I agree. Gonna be a bit of a, uh, he's going to be shut down. I think Archeon. Archeon's not going to be as effective. I think he's going to like to be. But if Archeon can get into Volturnus and just nuke him with mm -hmm. his uh, Slayer of Kings, then um, turn three isn't going to be very good. So <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not. But I think I think putting the range threat. I think that Alapex's inclusion into the. Uh, uh, Ideneth Deepkin just makes it a better army all, all over. So uh, we got to go for a prediction. This is what I'm kind of going for here. Go for a prediction on this matchup Twitch chat. Adam, what are we thinking? So these guys are playing each other. They're playing Scorched Earth round one. Uh, who are you rooting for? Deepkin versus Corn. Uh, who, who are you going for? Uh, I, I, I want I want Morton to win. I, I want Archeon because I just like uh, uh, yeah, Corn Archeon. Uh, but I, def I, I, I think I think the Deepkin's going to win it. Yeah, I think the Deepkin's going to take it. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I think the Deepkin are going to take it. I think uh, heart and love, but I think we're going for IDK. Uh, in the chat, it looks like uh, there's some love for Corn, uh, Kdred, O Reaper, Jog PLC, um, uh, but Agile wants uh, IDK, um, and Grotey Wotey put the <laughs> put the Fishman in the sword. All right, uh, that's all so... we want. Fishman in the sword. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So next up, we got our man Stuart Iron Gutsman McGowan. 
Yeah, uh, a hero. He, what a hero. Yeeting his way into 2021 with 21 Yetis. So he's got the Ogre Moor Tribe's Winter Bite. He's got a Fire Belly. Uh, so Winter Bite minus one to hit in your deployment against shooting. Um, he's got the Fire Belly with the Billowing Ash, which is another minus one to hit Aura, uh, which is a spell if you can cast it. The Frost Lord on Stonehorn with the Frost Fang and the Black Clatterhorn. 400 points of rage is what he is. 400 points of rage. Uh, he'll do so much damage. Then the Huskard on Thunder Tusk as well. So he's a priest. Um, and then he's got Blood Vulture. He's got Command Trait Winter Touch. He's got the Skull Shards of Dragar. And then he's got the Call of the Blizzard and the Rimfrost Hide. And he's got an Ice Brow Hunter. And then he's got the seven units of Icefall Yetis. Seven times three. Don't forget Stuart went three and oh. So he won three games at the event to qualify into the top I eight. I don't even know how. <laughs> we're going to... We don't know either, but this is what we're gonna the match we're gonna watch more than likely. Now he's got the two units uh, of frost savers. He's got unit four and he's got unit two in the skull. So we'll go back. We'll we'll talk about this in a moment. Uh, and then he's got he's up against Wurzel or John Holocomb uh, with his big war. Now he's got his Wurgog prophet, his w- three wardocks and a war chanter. And then he's got two units of thirty savage uruks. And then he has got yeah two units of five savage boar boys. And then he's got a unit of ten. Savage Uruk more boys, and he's got the rogue idol, and he spent an extra CP. Uh, uh, to, he spent fifty points to get an extra CP. Now, I really, really, really rate Stuart's list because he's got the always strikes first ability, command ability on the Icefall Yetis if they're wholly within twelve inches. So you you smash in uh, with your um, Frost Lord on Stonehorn. You give all the Icefall Yetis like strike first, and you just blitz through stuff. My real problem is. I'm not certain there's the output in that list to take out the 120 wounds of Savage Urux and also the the um so the you say this, at the same time. Um but he did manage to hit one of his games so uh Stuart one of his games to, uh, leading up to this he had to play uh Seraphon in Coalesced and he had the output to deal with that. Wow, okay. So and that was like a Saurus heavy, so it was like it wasn't even just skinks. So obviously they're minusing all his damage by one, and he still had the damage output to deal with that. Okay. So uh, I, I think I think the damage from the uh, Yetis and the Stonehorns and stuff is like um, quite like it doesn't look like a lot, but when it's actually all put into practice, it is like there's a lot of power there. Um, but how did these two get here? Uh, I don't mean to be rude, but jeez. <laughs> Like, <laughs> well, like it? you said, we saw we bought, saw coalesced with Seraphon beaten by this list. Um, well, at least by uh, Stuart's list, right? John's list is also solid as well. Like we just need to talk about it. There's a lot of output, but most importantly, a lot of board control from this army. It's fast. It can out- have all of its overlapping buffs as long as it gets its uh, prayers and dances off. Yeah, the War Chanter is going to do a great solid job uh, in this list. Like it's it's it's. It's scary. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Really, really good. Um, and it's I'd all in the big war. Savage Uruks are no joke, are they? No, they're not. Like... Especially, especially. <laughs> oh, yeah. We also need to talk about the Triumph bid uh, that's in here because, as you can see, um, 1930 <laughs> points. Stuart um, straight up just got it out. Just like, boom. <laughs> Let's go, lads. I'm getting a Triumph, boys. <laughs> Slapped yeah. it on the table. This is my Triumph now, bitch. <laughs> Uh, so only taking 1930 points and 50 points spent on a command point so he's 70 points down and he spent a command point so really it's 100 
and 20 points down. No, he's, he's uh, um, his, the, the extra command point's just from the skull. So oh, oh yeah. Yeah, he hasn't actually bought another one. Oh, so, okay. Never mind then. Ignore it's fine. Me. It's fine. So uh, I'm a big fan of both of these lists, uh, and this yeah. is probably this is probably the match we're going to watch. The destruction. This is not of... the only match I want to watch. <laughs> like I don't get care about anything else in this. <laughs> so this will be the match we we watch. What does everyone in the chat think of? Um... Oh yeah. Also, we need to point out the fact that the Uruk. Thank you very much, Arepa. That the big it's a big war list. This is really key. Yeah. So we can get plus one to hit, plus one to wound. Uh, potentially yeah. on lots of these. And we've also seen this big war list, or specifically this rogue idol used a load. All the buffs stacked on the rogue idol, it's run up the board to pin an army in. Yeah? Like, and can yeah. you punch through it? I would say, though, like, uh, the ogre's list has got the output to punch through it. Yeah? The Frostwall and Stonehorn is an absolute, like, smasher, and he's going to punch through huge portions of this. Like, which, there were very few things that really compare to him. Like, probably Gorking on Terrorgeist is the, the other version. Uh, of yeah. something that's truly, truly terrifying in this way. Um, not you keep your secrets. So, yeah, I think this is... <laughs> I'll fight twice. No one cares. Um, it's fine. You fight three times, mate, and we'll all be good. It's okay. Uh, yeah. You tried. Yeah, go on. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think this is going to be a really fascinating matchup, especially knocking around the priority roll turn two, three, because a lot of those, uh, a lot of the output is really, really keyed in to making sure yeah. those charges go off for Stuart. Um, and then I think a lot of the buffs that we need um, playing into this uh, work for, sorry, for John. So actually they play very similarly where they've got they've got this like big turn where they're going to do a lot of pushing. And so it's whether or not they can set those plays up for themselves. Um, <laughs> lol, 2K of Slash versus a single force look with buffs. Big shout, Smorgan. Also, Smorgan's latest video is up if you guys want to watch it, and you should put a link in the chat because it's good. Oh, I like his videos. I was They're listening great. to it this morning. Yeah, it was really good. Um, They're my uh, favorites. Yeah. Like, I love your voice. <laughs> I guess one in the chat says, I go first and try to flip for the turn. GG. There we go. So now we know the plan. Uh, right. <laughs> Twitch chat and Adam, who are you? Who do you think is going to win? Not who you rooting for. Who do you think? Okay, gonna take uh, I, I think uh, Stuart's going to win. Okay, fascinating. Uh, because of the mission. Okay, talk to me. Why? 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 Uh, so Stuart has got a lot of like units that you can fly around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas John has basically got two things. So he's only really got like two two big units in a rogue idol. So he's only really got like three threats, whereas Stuart can throw like threats all around the board. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, I think I think Stuart's gonna win just because of scorched earth, uh, and I think he's got the damage to take out sixty rooks. Um. And yeah, I I, I think I think the it depends like how how fast these orcs actually end up going. Because um, if they sort of get into Stuart quite quickly, then it could be tricky because Stuart's got no fly. So yeah. if you like, just block the board up. But yeah, I, I think Stuart's going to win it just because okay. he's got more units to be able to threaten eight objectives. Well, so Reaper says Oryx will pin it and win it. Um, uh, Smorgan's all about Stuart for days. Model citizens represent. Uh, so then, yeah, and then Agile thinks Ogres, so fascinating uh, kind of take there. It's going to be a good I, match. Yeah, right? I think it's going to be a good match. I can't call it because there's actually, there's John's got a load of units. He's mm. got these Savage Boar Boys, these two units of five, yeah. uh, and also the 10 Savage Moor Boys. They can just go hold objectives and just like do nothing, which really does mean 
that like the the two lots of thirty Uruk and the and uh, the rogue idol can just run off and start smashing face. He's also got a load of characters to make it so you can't burn objectives at the back. So there's a lot to there's a lot to take out there basically. So I think that's going to be a great match. That will be the match that we're covering tomorrow. Not that the other matches won't be great as well, but I think that that's a no, that's this one of those be, special. The others won't be. So, <laughs> yeah, like, we can just we can we can be honest here. You know, like the other matches suck, and this one's going to be great. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Right next up. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we could uh, we win Twitch chat we win there we go um, uh, the Yays do have a 6 inch pilot as well it's a good point to note right next up uh, so Stephen Follows is playing up against our man Owen Jackson Owen Jackson emotes in the chat please so we, Stephen Follows is running a host Arcanum's each list and very much like uh, the deep dive I did on the Monday show where we've talked about this before Archeon the Ever Chosen Chaos Sorcerer Lord Blue Scribes Kairos Feet Weaver Blue Scribes kind of an interesting pick you don't see that as much thrown into these lists. You pretty much will see Kairos, Chaos, Social Order, and Archeon all in Host Arcanum. They all fly, all got the Zinch keyword. They could all pre-game move. That's really, really important. The Chaos, Social Order doesn't fly, obviously. Sorry. Uh, and then Battle Line, 10 Karak Acolytes, another 10 Karak Acolytes. So super cheap Battle Line, just yep. there. Um, and then two times three units... Uh, Two times three Screamers of Zinch. Screamers of Zinch are battle line in Hosar Arcanum, so that makes up your three battle line plus an additional. Not forgetting he's going to summon a free six at some point. He can dispel spells one, three, and five, an automatic dispel, inclu not including what he's able to do with Kairos's dice roll and also Destiny dice, loads of things in there. And he's got Darkfire Demon Rift, Geminids, and also the Umbral Spell Portal. Oof. What do you think? Oofed. Ooh. Yeah, so this is um, very similar to what uh, Steven's been playing, isn't it? So Steven's been playing this list for the last couple of tournaments, uh, and we've seen him play twice now, with yeah. at least something similar. Um, and he, d he does well with it every time we watch him. Uh, I think the only real change is the two units of 10 Kyra Acolytes. He normally has Ooh. 10 Pink Horrors, yep. um, which is an interesting pick. I don't know which one's better, but I assume it's to get the... Uh, it means you've got two spells rather than one spell to get the summoning going, maybe. Um, uh, I think it's. Points, I think it's just. To, I think it's just to get like. I think it's saving points. Like he's saving one twenty yeah. per unit there. Um, so he's got. Yeah, himself... I mean, like um, he normally instead of having two units of acolytes, he normally has one pink horrors, right? Yeah, so he he's does. saving. He's only saving twenty points. Um, but oh, yeah, he's saving one hundred twenty points, isn't he? I think. Uh, but like, I think that's where the blue scribes comes from. I think that's what we're seeing put in there. Like we've seen in the chat, two plus to autocast geminids is really yeah, that's rough. just gonna be naughty. Uh, but he doesn't have the uh, Goat Watch. So he's got he rid doesn't. of the uh, Great Bro Shaman. He so we know no Shaman. Uh, so, yeah. But the Blue Scribe's a really good pick because, yeah, two plus to cast any of those spells, to be honest. Like... Really surprised, actually, that anyone... Like, I feel like the Shaman trick is something that's like... Like, people should be used to the Shaman trick. They should understand. Like, once it happened one time. Uh, so I feel like it going out of the way is because, really, everyone just, like, I know what you're going to do. Everyone knows it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I, I feel like uh, it's your fault. I feel like you've ruined it for him. Like, you've explained it now to everyone, and everyone's like, oh, watch out for the goat. And Steve's like, oh, damn it. Come on, man. We don't get to do goat watch, but that's really good. We'll um, just import a goat. 
Uh, what's the shaman trick? Uh, so you can take a great bray shaman in your army, and it Kairos knows the spell of the great bray shaman, which is really important. And then what you can do, because Hosar Karnam allow you to make a six-inch move with a flying each unit with up to D3. So then you can move a unit forward. Normally it's going to be Archeon anyway, but you could also, if you wanted to, make that Kairos. Then you could do the Umbral Spell Portal, which is going to give you an 18-inch additional range, plus obviously set it up with an inch, so there's a little bit more than 18 as well, so that you can do some shenanigans. Then you can cast uh, the... War Scroll spell on uh, the Great Bray Shaman, which is Devolve, and then you can drag a unit. Uh, so, and that's within 18 inches as well. You can drag a unit basically towards you, so you can pull units out of buff range. You can pull units that you're going to charge and fight. Um, specifically, what you really want to do is pull units so Archeon can then make his charge. Yeah, and then he has uh, his agenda up so that he gets extra attacks on all his profiles. He's got rerolls to save. He's got Shield of Fate on him potentially as well. Um, rerolls to hit, rerolls to wound, all of that coming out of the Chaos Sorcerer Lord. So he just gets buffed up to high heaven. And he just goes and in and smashes. launches in. <laughs> yeah. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally it. Right, we think there's more tactics than that. There's not. No, 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 no. Buff up Archeon, throw him in. Hopefully you win. That's it. Like, and that, that, is, the, that is all. Yeah. The big problem that really occurs then is once Archeon goes down, as we've seen Stephen play actually on the stream mm. a couple of times, once Archeon goes down, it's all over and you're able to... Antu was able to take out one of the events where we saw him play against Stephen because really he just castled up, took the hit, and then just over a couple of turns just burnt Archeon to death. And then once that's gone, there really is nothing else left in the list that can do any work. Not forgetting there's a free pocket six screamers. So on Scorched Earth, it's quite nice because it gives puts so much pressure and threat into your opponent's army. Uh, but he's up against the Owen Jackson running his Osiarch Bone the, Reapers. The, the Owen Jackson. You running Petrofex Elite post nerf. Who would have thunked it? Yeah. We, hipster so he's got his, Owen Jackson. Hipster, exactly. So there he's got his go. Leech Cavalos, his Mortars and Bone Shaper with a God Bone Armor, and then another Mortars and Soul Reaper. And then he's got his battle line of 40 Mortec Guard, 20 Mortec Guard, and 10 Mortec Guard. So 70 Mortec, two Gothazar Harvesters, the Mortec Crawler, and then the Mortec Shield Corpse. So, there's actually loads rough. of... Over... Say, say this again. It is a rough list. Like... It's rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of the, uh... one, I think one of the important things, actually, to, to put a, like, a feather in Owen's cap is Owen's been playing a lot of corn over the past year. Like, a lot, a lot of corn. And everything works wholly within. This is pretty much how this Osiarch's army works as well. So many overlapping buffs. Plus one rend, plus one attack. Yeah, um, exploding sixes to hit, like coming out. Uh, reroll ones, uh, reroll ones coming out the Soul Reaper as well. So like, um, uh, is it the Soul Reaper? Thought. Yeah, oh, no but, idea. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but so you're getting a load of buffs that you can stack onto that block of forty, for example. You could also, um, like, so you're doing like you doing that, but you also need those characters, the Leech Cavalos, to be moving up. But it's also able to take a hit really well because not forgetting with your RDP, you're also rerolling saves. Yeah, yeah, that's really important as well. Yeah. You're also bringing those units back with the Gothazar Harvester as well. Like he's there's got l- two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, he's got no, he's got one. He's got one. He's got one Mortec Crawler. Sorry, he's got two. He's got two Harvesters. Yeah, You're two right. Harvesters, Sorry, one crawler. Yeah, yeah, two yeah. Harvesters, one Crawler. Yeah, and it's just horrific to play. It's so real you... good. Really, really good. good list. Really good. Um, really good. Like, so you, you essentially, like, well, the thing with, like, Osiarch, you essentially, like, you either go uh, Mortificatorians normally with mm-hmm. Catacross, Cat and you go for that tanking build. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Owen's basically gone the other way and gone, hang on, I these units tank anyway. Like, they're good for doing it anyway. 
So let's see how much damage we can throw them in. And with Petrifex, you get that extra rend. So your Mortec Guard are going to be running in. So 40 of them. They're only on 25 mil bases as well. So they're going to be getting two ranks of attacks. So you're essentially getting, what, let's say 40, 50 attacks, exploding sixes. And right. You can have it exploding on fives. Oh, yeah, exploding fives with empowered Nadarite weapons, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, 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 yeah. and then also Ren 2. That's right, Ren 2. Because yeah. Petrifex command ability is still... Yeah, you've you've got reroll ones to hit across the board all the time anyway. That's your battle trait. But also that command ability is the additional Ren. So battle line, a Ren 2 with a 4-up rerollable save is... Ren 2 is real good. Really good. Like, really, really good. Yeah. Anytime you see Ren 2, it's like, oh, my guy's on a normally 4-up save and really tanky. Ren 2. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Uh, so Archeon is, it, is not going to like it. Archeon is going to be in trouble. He is. He is. But you do have to play this army super. You have to play this army super tight. You have to play it yeah. really, really close to the chest, which means the Harvesters and the Mortec are playing against each other or with each other. Um, I'm sure that Devolve would have been really handy in this situation. So picking that army apart is going to be quite hard to do. But also playing into the battle plan, bit of a problem because the battle plan itself, you, he's really going to have to try and roll a flank in order to play against it, which is interesting because Archeon is also want to, want to go at these guys like a missile. So it's really uh, two huge forces just immediately crashing into each other and yeah. what's the play? Um, I think as soon as... If, if, Owen, Jackson, if, if Owen can take the uh, Archeon hit, so he takes that first hit, and then just he can just kill Archeon quite quickly, I think, with this. Um, if he can take the hit, kill Archeon... He's then just got the rest of the game to be like, <laughs> yeah, you can't touch me now. I think however, we, it, however, Steven, not forgetting, is rocking Zinch Demon. So Archeon's going to be minus one to hit, just flat. He's mm. a Zinch Demon. That Geminid's going to be key as well. Yeah, minus two to hit. The output on the Mortec significantly reduced. Yeah. However, Owen then has got a nice counter in that list as well. We've got the, um, the Mortec Crawler. So... He can start targeting the units of Karak Acolytes, so make it so that he can't hold objectives. Potentially try and take out the Sorcerer Lord. Don't think he's going to go for Kairos, but could go for Kairos. Probably won't, um, but force a dice change on Kairos, maybe a save. I think yeah. one of the key bits playing with Zinch versus the Harvester, those fours in your Destiny dice become really key. You're like, hey... You're going to launch a rock at me, but you have no rend. These fours are kind of not that big a deal to me. Really, maybe I'm using them for casting spells. But actually, you don't have any rend. I'll just grab a couple of those, and I just negate five damage. Massive. Really yeah. good. You can like Because he can he could one-shot the uh, Chaos Sorcerer Lord, if he wanted to, with one of the rocks. Or you could just Destiny Dice a five and be like, cool, I'm just going to deal with that. Yeah. So, yeah, really interesting. Uh, that's going to be a super interesting matchup. It's a shame we're like not watching that one as well. I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's going to be a super cool one. Uh, yeah. And we're we're all rooting for Owen, right? Like secretly. <laughs> really. I mean, Steven's a really nice bloke. I mean, yeah, like... but like in, in the nicest way possible, he's no Owen Jackson, right? So. You know. I mean, he's probably not. I mean, he's still a great bloke. Let's say that they're both great blokes at the same. Great level. guy, great list. Great guy, great list. There is an emote there for that. Uh, <laughs> right. Okay. I can't wait to do coverage tomorrow with all of our emotes. It's going to be super fun. Um, finally, finally, the last matchup is Casper versus Alex Tubb. Alex Tubb's running a DOK list with Calibron. Uh, he's got Bloodrack Shrine, Hag Queen, Marathi Kane, and the Shadow Queen. He's got two units of 10 Witch Elves. He's got the 15 Bloodstalkers. 
Uh, and then he's got the two units of uh, Life Takers and the two units of Nine Shadow Stonkers. And then he's got the Cauldron Guard. And he's also got the Bloodrack Viper. New DOK playing on the oh, tabletop. Oh, great spell. Yeah, <laughs> great spell. Uh, <laughs> um, and then just to tell you, finish off what he's up against. So he's up against another Zinch list, Hosar Khanum, with Bellacor in at this situation. Um, oh. which I know. Chaos Sorcerer Lord on Manticore, Kairos Fate Weaver, the Blue Scribes, and the Changeling. And then he's got two units of 10 Pink Horrors, six Screamers. He's got Darkfire Rift, De- Geminids, and also the Umbral Spell Portal. So uh, we saw, we've seen a bit of a change there. Obviously, no Archeon in this list. Uh, and instead, we've got like big, beefy pink horrors of Zinch, another six yeah. screamers, and another six screamers to be summoned. Uh, that's going to be nice for holding the board. A bunch of mortal wounds that can potentially come out of all of the characters, and some really strong spells up against Marathi, Kane, and uh, all the Shadow Stonkers. Adam, what are you thinking about these lists? How are you vibing? Yeah, I, I, I was just looking at the um, Zinch list because that Chaos Lord on Manscore is going to be a bitch to take off. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be a tanky, like he's going to tank a lot. Uh, and then obviously you got Bellacor. So Bellacor's ability, um, pick a unit, and then once a game or once at the start of your opponent's hero phase, you activate the ability. And then basically, if they want to do anything, they got to roll a five plus to do it, which goes quite nicely with Kairos. Because if, for example, they do roll that five up, you just go, now, nah, mate, change that. Yeah. So yeah. I literally, I like, I was like. Oh, that's going to be tasty, especially when you're playing against Marathi. So yeah. you, or even the Bloodstalkers. The Bloodstalkers might be a better pick um, for that. I think um, I think the Bloodstalkers you, are a better you, pick. Yes, yeah, so you put it uh, on Marathi or Bloodstalkers, whichever one you feel is more of a threat, and then you can essentially just shut them down for an entire turn. And if you do it into when your opponent's potentially going for a double, and if they then take that double, they're being bellicored for two turns. So Bellacor yeah. is going to be a massive deal, especially when you've got two big units like that. So when you've got the 15 Bloodstalkers or Marathi, Bellacor is really, really efficient. He's a yeah, really but good you piece. can't use Kairos' dice roll. That's one of the key points. I'd, I'd like, not anymore. Like, you used to be able to, but it's not. And not now. Um, but you can, you still, like, still that 5 up. Really, I know. <laughs> that 5 up is still going to be really important um uh, in loads of different ways uh, and also uh, Kairos' ability is still going to be uh i think an, an, an issue into this army i would well, say you can I use think... it on like um so you could use it on something like uh when marathi tries to charge in you just go nah or yeah. something like that you know there's going to be loads of uses for it isn't there i think so... that's more important yeah in the right situation yeah. and being able to control where she is on the board i think also just putting it like shutting down some of those units i think one of the strengths of the daughters of kinglis though is those Four units, four units of off the board or teleporting uh, units in the two units of life takers, the two units of shadow stalkers in a battle plan that's very, very important to them. Because ultimately, Casper uh, doesn't have a lot to hold the board with. Well, he does. He's got two units of pink horrors. There's two objectives that are going nowhere fast. That's 100%, right? Marathi might pile into them, but whatever. Uh, there's only six screamers that can hold an objective and another unit of six screamers that can go hold an objective. But what you don't really have in the Zinch list is a way to go and push. There's no aggro. Yeah. There's no go grab the objective. Defend, 100%. I've said this before. Zinch is a midfield army. It plays on the 18-inch line. As soon as you're beyond that, they're like, <laughs> I'll leave you over there. Yeah, you, you stay, stay over there. there. Stay I'll there. stay here. Yes. Walk into no man's land or I'm not playing with you. And I think that's really, really important. 
I think some of the things that you can see here, again, very much like the strength of Zeech this we talked about before, Geminids doubling down, obviously, on top of Zeech Demons, making them minus two to hit, so key. Uh, that will really neuter significant parts of the Daughters of Cain army. I think that's going to be really important. Um, and then uh, the Daughters of Cain army for holding objectives, grabbing objectives, yes, but I don't think those teleporting units potentially can push. They might be able to push six Screamers off, pretty crap yeah. in the fight, yeah, but they're not going to push off 10 pink horrors but like um potentially they don't need to because like so obviously with, with this list it's calibron as well so you've got in this in this list you've got two units of shadow stalkers that can teleport every turn and then another unit that can teleport so he's got three teleports available every turn and then he's got two life takers that are off the board um but if he's just so if you've got 10 pink horrors on an objective you can potentially just put the 18 shadow stalkers on and just go all right no i'm not touching you and i'm just going to take it yeah, like, this that's is mine. super true. I, I'm 18, you're still only 10. So yeah. there's still a bit of that. Like the Shadow Stalkers can do things like, I'm not going to touch you, I'm just going to have it. This is mine. And now I'm going to burn it and walk on to the next one. Yeah. Um, so there's stuff like that. And those Blood Stalkers, they do a lot of damage. So you teleport them, obviously, and then you just go, lol, let's go. <laughs> so like they can take out um, uh, Kairos. They can, easy, they, they can take out Kairos in a turn. You teleport them up and you just unload into Kairos. Well, so do we not think that do we not think the changeling is going to make uh, have some impact there? Um, uh, potentially uh, drop in. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah, like the teleport and also the shoots is going to be really rough on the blue scribes. Yeah. Also on the chaos sorcerer lord. I think that's going to. I think you're right. I think that that's going to be strong, and it's going to be a tactic you're going to see a lot in the future. Marathi, run up the board. Calibron, um, uh, and yeah. then yeah, and you just and those be... life takers on the charge they do a lot of damage as well. Especially yeah. with Marathi giving them plus one attack just for being there. So yeah. they're going to be on like three attacks, threes, fours, rend two, two damage when they charge. Like that is a lot. That's eels. Like, you know, and we know how bad eels are. So <laughs> they're only 80 points though. So it's, uh, it's super yeah, so fine. They're, they're basically, they're, they're budget eels is essentially <laughs> what you're looking at there. So final, final list uh, or the final pairing Twitch chat. What do we feel? I'm going to call this one. I feel like DOK have got this one. I feel like this yeah, is a I think one. I think this is a Daughters of Cain uh, win. Uh, I think it's gonna be like I think if Casper plays it well, uh, and but it's just gonna be so hard for him to get up that board and take those because the eight objective is gonna be tricky for him. Um, but if he summons, if he gets his spells off, uses his summoning right, uh, he can potentially do it. Um, but I just don't think he's got the output to actually deal with. Even though there's like I don't think he's got the output to deal with fifteen Bloodstalkers. Is my main yeah. thing. Yeah, like that's right. like where where does the output come from? I, I ask this a load of, about the Zeech army almost all the time, which is why I think you see Archeon put in there. It's either a kind of like a control army with some very elite mortal wounds, again into that midfield. Yeah, it's not dropping them big long range, or or it's um like uh it's yeah or it's an Archeon like smash build, and like it's kind of the the two ways to play. I mean, the chain host teleport flamer build i would still consider to be a control uh, army because really they're like they're putting they're, con they're aggressively controlling the board space they're aggressively blocking um whereas like i think some of this other these other lists are defensively blocking but there's some really nice tech inside gasper's list like some really yeah. really nice tech also shutting down some of those uh spells is gonna be bellacore as well is just gonna be massive like yeah. if he if, if bellacore goes off especially into a double for example like that's gonna be really good so I think it, it depend I think it's gonna be really key when he uses Bellacore's ability. I think that's gonna be almost the thing that's gonna potentially win him the game. 
Mm-hmm. So agreed. Yeah. Also, uh, also some uh, some clutch uh, like mortal wounds potentially even coming out of the screamers when they fly over Marathi for some mortal wounds, like just to just to ping them off. Just get those three. Us. Get those. Yeah, just three. get those three. Just get them. Uh, <laughs> all right, lovely. So that's going to be tomorrow from eight a.m. Unfortunately. Oh my god! We'll no. see you all about ten thirty with a like a butty or something. Um, uh, so yeah, eight a.m. tomorrow for some ungodly reason. Um, thinking of just starting Why? all events here at ten a.m. Uh, That's what Adam, I in the future. All my events at ten a.m. Yeah. Just, like, why would you need it any earlier? Yeah, like, it's, like fuck, it's not like even ten a.m. is too early. <laughs> well, start Midday, <laughs> two games. I'm out. Let's right, go. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right so um i mean I, I all great players by the way all eight of them people who play a lot on tts um uh, i've had the opportunity to see them in the chat or also um generally it's they've been wonderful people so very much look i don't want to call a winner uh but that'll be tomorrow the event organizers have been amazing they've sent me loads of messages so so me and adam will be doing the coverage all tomorrow intern matt's our table boss you guys can join us we'll get some updates from other games as we cover one game uh if this was happening in real life we could cover all four games at once adam if we were happening in the arena we could cover all four games it would be cool to see the eight uh eight man knockout it's gonna be really good uh, but yeah, and again, just to kind of like recap for you guys, so as you guys can see, uh, maybe one of the worst formatted um, like images ever, but like still kind of works. Uh, <laughs> I was like, who's playing who? What the fuck? Uh, but uh, <laughs> there you go. You can see uh, the matches there. There's a best sports trophy uh, and also uh, there's a second and third place going on I'm there. I'm going to win well. best sports. <laughs> I'm also going to win the most average painted army. Uh, and yeah, I'm in for it. It's not the most average painting. I don't know what I'm going to call it. Wait, what was it? The Participating Trophy. That's it's a good trophy, man. Yeah, it's a great trophy. It's a great trophy. I want to normalise it. I want to normalise it. I want people to just be like, yeah, I, just, I kind but of... But as soon as you win it, you'd be like, ah, <laughs> this is what they think. I don't know. <laughs> like, I think you'd go home and you'd be like... It'd be really uh... awkward if you gave it to someone who was trying to get best painted. <laughs> like, they were actually trying to compete for that and then you gave them that and they were like... I'm no, a joke to you. No, the participating <laughs> the participating award is only for people who definitely haven't had edge highlighted a thing. Edge highlights immediately disqualifies yeah, but what you. What if someone is that bad? <laughs> like, and then I mean, there's, there's still a like, minimum. There's still a minimum. Am, am I am I a joke to you? Like <laughs> this is this what I am? <laughs> well, Twitch chat. Thanks for joining us today. It's been lovely. Join us for nine hours of coverage tomorrow. It's going to be a delight. The goodest trier is also a good one. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. I'm very much looking forward to it. You guys should join us tomorrow. We'll have a great day. You guys get some painting done. Get your armies on the tabletop. Stop keeping them on the bench. Get them on the tabletop. Or pay a commission painter who will get them done for you. Yeah, and then get it sorted. Let's go raid someone. Adam is the guest. Uh, Podcast bros, love you forever. Thanks to everyone on Patreon. I couldn't live without you, so thank you. And of course, YouTube guys, leave some comments. Love that shit. Uh, Adam, who would you like us to raid today? Uh, Do you want to go Warhammer? Or weird just chatting? Your choice. Oh, that's a good choice. Is there any, like, karaoke? <laughs> oh, man. Let me go find out. <laughs> karaoke. <laughs> uh, there is not any karaoke. Fuck! I don't think. Sorry. Is there, like, some random person who sat with an acoustic guitar? Well, I'll go, I'll go to just chatting. I think there's, like, a uh-huh. music section. Talk shows and podcasts. Uh, yeah. Or just chatting. We never go into talk shows and podcasts. Should we try that? Yeah, let's do it. 
Okay, let's do this. Um, Seems like it's super fucking depressing. Uh, right. of me. <laughs> no, nothing depressing. <laughs> <laughs> We're only here for the fun. Um, uh, no, not fun. Not fun. Uh, extreme. What about extreme improv? Oh my god, yes. Okay, let's do are, that. Are they like the people that take suggestions from the chat? Yeah, I think so. And we could ask. Oh them for... shit! Oh shit! We could ask. <laughs> Ruin it. Right. Okay. Ruin let's ask everything. for toughs. Let's That's go. Enough. Listen to it, chat. You've all been wonderful. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us today. Adam, thank you. Can't wait to hang out with you tomorrow. Uh, love you all. Uh, Tufts comedy. Ruin, I mean. their, ruin their stream, boys. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, boys. Let's ruin it all. Uh, have a nice day. We'll see you soon.